and you fucking own those conservatives, bro. Ron DeSantis just uses the Ron DeSantis is like the quint like the essential Republican who just like throws around the word woke to like make his like base froth at the mouth like they just got, you know, bit by yeah, a snake but- or something. They're like, Woke I am gonna unwokeify the wokeness and then it'll be like in one of his like court documents that he's fighting like the woke act or whatever, they define wokeism as essentially like uh, progressive access to healthcare and like they, they they described it as access to um things that you can't have access to at this point. Like it's de- it's described in a way that like any rational person would be like, oh shit, that's what woke is. It's gross. <laughs> so gross, dude. Yeah, people are fucking dumb though. So and again, fuck Ted Cruz. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, and just De- and DeSantis piece of shit. And uh, uh, this is is it worse than three eleven? And the whole Republican Party's piece of shit. Oh yeah, they how about that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you disagree with us, you can fucking not listen to us. Not that anybody listens to us, anyways. Fuck R. you, R.I.P. Mitch McConnell, dude. Yeah, oh, Craig, have a have a uh, nice fall. Hey, nice fall, yeah. So it's a movie night, guys. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. We watched a movie from 1997 again. Oh, so glorious. It's such a just was there any good movies in 1997? Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> was there? Then, well, I mean, then it comes to biasness and it comes to all sorts of things by by blockbuster standards. Yes, there was fucking great movies in well, 1997. We watched. Oh, I'd say we. I didn't say great movies. I said good movie because we've been watching some great movies. Oh, all these all these movies have been great. <laughs> Oh, the man, Time it's... to Kill came out in 1996 with uh, Matthew McGonagall. That's night. That's uh, We got in 97, dude. Oh, I thought we were in 96. No, oh, 97, bro. 96. No, no, 97. Oh God, my bad. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the list here. I don't see anything. It's like alien. Like, yeah, Contact Event Horizon. Dude, the Lost game was World. awesome. The game's an awesome movie. Fuck you guys. You don't know what you're talking about. You're both wrong. Uh, yeah, the oh, game's an okay Men movie, in I Black, guess. dude. Con Air, Conspiracy Men in Black. Good. Cube was fun. I think but we did that, this once before, too. <laughs> probably, but like none of these movies are like the kind of movies where you're like, holy crap, you have to see the cinematic fucking masterpiece with like a serious I fucking storyline. Yeah, like confidential. That was a good movie. I don't know, man. Event Horizon is one that I always stress for people that like sci-fi horror. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, the only one I could really think of is uh, Jungle 2 Jungle with, with Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a that's an important That's my one. jam, bro. Dude, Perfect Blue came out in 97. Perfect Blue is an incredible anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's... That's one. But we're not talking about those movies. That's a movie, Harry. <laughs> no, 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 it falls under the category of we're, We aren't talking about those movies, though. We're, no. We are talking about Double Team starring Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> and Dennis Rodman with Mickey Rourke as the bad guy. Holy fuck. This fucking movie, dude. This fucking movie. Wow. Dude. This fucking movie. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm so blown away on so many factors. I don't even know where to begin. I've so. I've never I've never watched any. Well, I guess it's not entirely true. I've seen some of this the director's movies. Uh, Sui Hark, I think is how you. I don't know how you pronounce that. I don't speak Chinese. 
uh, at all. But I don't know if all of his movies are this way. I really don't. The only one I'm really familiar with is uh, he helped produce The Killer. The John Woo okay. movie. The John Woo movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's... Like that's it. I, so uh, I recognize some of the titles he's he's made, but I'm not familiar. I don't know if the editing style is just unique to this movie or like uh, the the acting and though I don't uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe some other movies are really good, but this is holy crap. I don't. I feel like there was a huge. Uh, miscommunication between every department of this fucking movie the entire time. Nobody in this movie, like, the only person in this movie that I think actually speaks English is Mickey Rourke. <laughs> what? Dennis Rodman? <laughs> no, I mean, what? Are you, did you watch this I was movie? Say, did you, do you think he, I mean, he speaks bad English, yes. <laughs> like, I forget to go back to this is fifth element. <laughs> why does why did Dennis Rodman show up like like he was dressed for the fifth element? Why was he like was he oh, in the wrong movie so theater? Was he like weird. Dude, that red light district, come on. Could you be more like weirdly was, cliche? Like are they in the future? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Like I didn't really quite This the, the future of nineteen ninety seven. The Dennis Rodman stuff feels like you had to know what was going on with Dennis Rodman in 1996. Like, you have to know that Dennis Rodman is a prima donna defensive player on the Chicago Bulls championship-run team in the 1990s. And in 1996, he had a particularly bad run-in with coaches. He famously went to, like, Las Vegas and got drunk and went to strip clubs, like, before a game... Um, he wouldn't go to practices. Like there were a lot of problems with Dennis Rodman. So this movie just feels like they were like, let's get Dennis Rodman into this and just oh, yeah. do Dennis Rodman jokes because like the basketball every- shit was. Re- <laughs> he doesn't need to be in the movie at all. No, <laughs> but, but he's the only one that looks like he's actually Robert. having fun too. That's the weird part. Like <laughs> he sure doesn't look like he's acting. <laughs> no, not at all. But he. Also, I, I have to point out, it's a really funny thing now that him being in this movie, especially when he has his hairstyle, uh, like, he actually started dyeing his hair because of Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man when oh, he got, good, like, traded. At, at that call, th- so he started, like, when he got traded, he did that whole, like, persona flip. And just was like, boom. And like, he actually attributes that whole thing. So now seeing him in a movie with this, like, almost the same hairstyle at one point, but even crazier. Imagine signing up for this movie. Like, none of these people can act. Okay. None of no. them. Mickey Rourke can. Mickey Rourke can. He's the only one that has any acting chops. The, the only one. And I mean, like, John Claude Van Damme in some of his other movies can grunt his way through or like his di- like his dialogue this is the the choppiest most awkward dialogue i've seen in a john claude van damme film and i've seen a lot of john claude van damme films i've seen the john muhard target i've seen uh the one where he like i think he's in a hockey arena and where? it's called like sudden yeah. death or something the sudden one where death. he played there's yep. two of him like this is double team yep. but there's another one where he has a twin oh double double impact 
something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, there's yeah. just yeah. so many gay porno titles here. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Oh dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is hilarious. When I when I started searching <laughs> when I started searching for this fucking torrent. I'm sorry, a movie, not a torrent. But yeah, on the stream, site that streaming I, movie. <laughs> but on the site that I used to download said stuff, uh, I <laughs> I didn't realize that I just typed in double team and said search. And oh, no. apparently the oh, no. NSFW flag was uh, not triggered. So like, or, you know, it was Active. showing. The- yeah. So like, it was just Wait, like, are you telling me? <laughs> And I'm like, no, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. There's only one double team. That doesn't mean anything else. It means Jean Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman running around with Mickey Rourke and a tiger. Oh, oh that's God. all Who that could be. Those fucking Who the fuck edits. wrote this film? I don't know. It is insane, dude. The, the, all right, that abrupt. All of a sudden, just like all of a sudden, he's on an island. I was like, what the. <laughs> fuck is going on Over. i had to rewind i had to rewind to make sure i didn't miss anything <laughs> yeah like, but even, even before that because it's like okay movie starts and by the way the opening shot of him looking like a schoolboy, like standing fucking like real proud just him center of the screen all black when, yeah yeah when they're talking about fucking like at, there's like a voiceover. We're dropped into the middle of this. Oh, I don't know. Some plutonium kind of, pickup or something. Yeah, stolen. Yeah, previously. So weird. And, and they're like, "It's your last job, dude." And he's like, "Fuck yeah, it is. I'm gonna drive this thing through a wall." But even like they're cutting back and forth to shit. You don't know what's going on. And so they get. Yeah. This, he I don't. He gets the plutonium out. But he yeah, loses like, a trailer. Is it all the plutonium? <laughs> I don't. I and so, but then he is retired. I don't know. Yeah, like it well, goes he, from that yeah, he, to like flash three he's years later, home, or whatever. And, and he's yeah. like south of com- Italy, complaining about Italy. about the fucking this cow is in my way, and it's like it's a swan, and they have this like argument about this fucking like wire structure that doesn't look anything like a swan or a cow which even later comes up he loved that swan he thought it was a cow what he wanted it out of his fucking way that's all we ever saw of it but they fucking they're swimming in the pool and all of a sudden this dude shows up and he's like you got one more in ya. you know okay. i'm retired but you gotta you gotta go get Using cool water to wipe his shoes off too with like a handkerchief. Like I don't understand. But hold on. Then then it cuts to him and his mission. And it's like even at this point, it's going like it's like they're in the pool, all of a sudden they're in this red light district, but then flashback, they're back in bed, but then they're back in the red light district, and then they're in a public square shooting people, and then they're in a hospital, and then all of a sudden he's on a fucking island. None of the, none of the cuts make sense. There's never a point at which you're like seeing him travel to a place. We're not even mentioning the weird ass cuts where it's like, do they have superpowers? Like, are they able to like slow time and like see people come around the corner and have like 
parts emphasized to show. Oh yeah, because it does happen. Yeah, like there's multiple like, times when like like they're running like, and it's not just John Clown Van Damme. It's like another person too that's running that's not like one of them, and it's like they're running. Oh, because it's uh Mickey Rourke, his character. Uh, he he's doing something. Stop. Yeah, and he's like running, and then all of a sudden, like it slows. Like the camera's like slows down and like kind of chunks out, like like uh, smaller, like uh, shorter frames, and then like even emphasize. There's like a little circle, like around like somebody that comes around the corner of a tree, like protecting his kid. Which, if he's so like talented with the weapon, why does he take so many shots to shoot somebody? So. What's the point of the? Is the point of this movie that the, his kid, <laughs> that Mickey Rourke's kid gets killed? Yep. Even though it seems like it was his fault because he just keeps having gunfights in the middle of crowded areas where gunfights don't need to happen. Like he that, started that, right? They didn't even try shooting him. Well, you're trying to add logic to somewhere that that's so, not allowed. So he somehow, even though everybody thinks that Jean-Claude Van Damme is dead because there was an ex- an explosion that knocked him out in a hospital, hospital. maternity ward. A, great, a grenade that was in a baby bed that he threw into an elevator. <laughs> what? And ran away from which, with his back facing it. Which, by uh, the way, if you're, uh, if you're close enough to an explosion that knocks you down, you probably have... <laughs> severe internal bleeding from the shockwave. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I mean, even in that scene, when it, when it ends, when the question mark ends, when it abruptly stops being a scene, <coughs> he has, like, smoke coming off his back and, like, yeah. shrapnel burnt up. Yeah. You know? Like, you're fucked, buddy. Well, he has uh, shrapnel, apparently, because... Because he has scars. Yeah, okay, I get, I get that now. I get that. I didn't then. Before, it was just like, oh, yeah, he's got a war torn. He's got some scars. But, yeah, okay, it was from that? Because yep. they look kind of old. No, it was <laughs> from what? It was because he was, like, facing, his back was facing the elevator. Okay. when okay. it exploded, there was, like, whatever. And so, he had so, shrapnel hit him. So, Mickey Rourke, still mad that he got his son killed by starting a firefight at a carnival and then running, to, then running to a hospital. Why did John claude Van Damme shoot he, him either? He he kidnaps. <laughs> I don't know because he had his kid right there. Right. Oh and it made him. Yeah. Uh, so it, Mickey Rourke decides to kidnap John claude Van Damme, who is supposedly dead his wife, his pregnant wife, and basically just like get her to hang out until she has the baby. And yeah, that was so heart. weird. Like a legit <laughs> yeah, like so like double that goddamn fucking <laughs> sculpture. Is that is like, that what happened? Is he used the sculpture to get? I was trying to figure that. I didn't understand. I know she sold the sculpture. And I, I, but I didn't understand how it was like all of a sudden he's there and he's like, yeah, I got your wife. Well, taking her to the, the hospital, uh, buddy. Because <laughs> he's the uh, the owner of the gallery. Like, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was, yeah. that's the tie. That that's why that's why they were so like, especially when she was so pushy, pushy. Like, come on, dude, really, really, you live in fuck where? They live in California, and like, I don't know. I don't know. Go, go, <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but Belgium like the point being, or... <laughs> the point being, you have like you've been doing this like sculpture art, right? Oh no, they were living in Southern, Southern Italy, Italy, so I guess maybe, maybe that's a little bit more feasible now that I think about it. But some like fucking big proprietor of a music, <laughs> like fucking art gallery in fucking Rome calls you out of nowhere. You have no other prospects to get your art in a studio. And they're just like, oh, not only are we going to put your shit in a studio, we're going to fly you up here. You're going to, like, live here now. And don't worry, we're going to get, like, take care of the best, <laughs> like, baby care and shit. And, like, none of this is, like, red flags. Like, I- yeah, there's no, like, ah, I'm going to get, like, kidnapped and sold off to fucking someplace that I don't know. And how could there be red flags? After, from when my fucking. Recently deceased secret agent husband. Yeah, huh. I know. I know he's got enemies, <laughs> but no, this is not a problem. Though so they love my art, this is cool. <laughs> I'm gonna move to Rome. This guy looks awful a lot like that international criminal that uh, got my husband killed. Hope that's not a bad thing. <laughs> All these guys got automatic weapons. Strange. Hope my baby's gonna be alright with these strange men that fucking have automatic weapons. Uh, I just have to completely, like, I don't know where we're at in the storyline, but holy (laughs) shit. The fucking stretching slash workout scenes when Homeboy's on the island. It's a third of the movie. Absolutely, the like butter, like the creme de la creme of like ooh baby, like <laughs> how much he tub. works He's out his legs tub. over the top, dude. <laughs> oh He's yeah, don't get me started on the hot they, the tub. <laughs> they they get a sh- they make sure they get a shot square him in the middle. It's just his back, and he's, like, thrusting forward, and there's water splashing in front of him. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 graphic. It's hot. It's hot stuff. It's really warm. It's like syrup on your body. It's really sticky. Most of this movie is just shots of men flexing and, like, stretching and posing. guys. The amount that he stretches on his legs is so comical to me. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, straight up. Oh, and how he's doing it. Like, like the whole scene when he sets up the bucket, like, with the, the, like, the rocks, right? You're thinking maybe he's going to have, like, a whole, like, like, butterfly, (laughs) like, curl, like, set up or something. Nope. That he's shit is it, tied dude. to his foot. <laughs> he's like, hey, why, why, dude, why, weird, like up and down, like kicks, and then like gets super angry, and then starts kicking the bucket. What? 
And here's the other thing. Where the fuck is he? Because they took him to this island, right? And they make him, like, they parade him out in front of people that he thinks he's killed. And that, like, one guy tries to, does beat his ass. That dude just fucking beats Jean-Claude Van Damme's ass right there. No, no, so that's you, the only guy that he thought he killed. Everybody else was killed, supposedly killed okay, in action sure. as an agent, yeah. Gotcha. Either way, he's still on that island, right? Yeah. yeah. It seems like they he, have he's a He's in pool. his room. He's in his room. Okay, go to the fucking gym. You're telling me they don't have a gym there? Every guy there is fucking ripped with a six-pack. There's a gym on that island. But then they'll know what he's up to because he's trying to get fit like the rest. Mm -hmm. He has to pretend he has a gimp, Crowder, because he got there and his leg was weird. (laughs) And so it has to still be weird. So he can't do it in public because he's got a weird leg. And so he wouldn't be able to escape. And he still has to get cigarettes to like, that's how he times himself going underwater. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they just, so they probably don't have, allow cigarettes in the gym, and they probably don't have a door frame that he can, like, straddle oh, and climb yeah, around upside down sick door frame. <laughs> that is the sickest door frame in the world. Just when he so does this- that stretch, where he's, like, basically, like, doing the splits up on the door frame, and I'm just uh-huh. like, and you're just like, Homeboy must have a tiny wiener. That shit is not falling out right now. <laughs> taped back. That thing is taped in there, you know? Like, it's something's happening. Because those shorts are short. Yeah, they're they very like some, short. We should have seen a little bit of testicle, at least. <laughs> uh, okay, so so this movie, though, even if you, like, you don't even have to... I don't, like, explaining the whole thing is one thing. This movie, to me, felt like Interstellar. It was three movies. It was four movies. It was not, like, pick a story and go with it. Like, if the story is, um, you know, a secret agent retires and then is called back because the Joker escapes, then you have to catch the Joker, the Joker then make it mm-hmm. that movie. Or if it's a movie where secret agent gets killed while f- hunting secret uh, agent bad guy and ends up on colony and then has to escape to to take care of him then make it that movie but like he, they made it like they they just were like six different and then and then adding the kid and the pregnant wife like the kid and the pregnant wife are two separate storylines and two separate universes like getting the pregnant wife from John Claude Van Damme after killing the wife and kid is a separate storyline from a colony from bringing him back in from it's just like they jammed every stereotypical niche uh secret agent storyline into one film that's literally an hour and a half right it's like barely an hour and a half and then and then additionally we're like oh and spyware it's like they were like have you seen bond like let's do a bond movie but let's also do something else and it while we're at it let's do another thing i mean it was so absurd, and like you know, you guys were com- were like talking about being confused about that cuts into like the next moment. Like it had to tell us what the colony was. There would be no like you could have made a whole movie about the colony, and it probably would have been yeah. interesting and fun. But they were like, "Nah, we have to explain real quick to you fucking idiots because we were only going to be here for ten minutes um, while we do a workout montage and introduce. Ev- Why are these characters telling him how he can escape the Dude, island? You know, I there's mean, it's a whole." Just- fucking thing about them like having to survey like national securities for like multiple like countries like uh, globally like surveying like shit like that like 
Like, this is just something that these are like, oh, it's like a few scenes and then he dips out. Like, it's Isn't that like so the extended weird. Bond universe with uh, Daniel Craig is about a secret agency that like funnels its goods and it's like a bunch of bad guys together that are like doing bad deeds and then MI6 is doing a similar thing? Like, isn't that like the extended like Daniel Craig Bond universe? I mean, it's just whatever. But, but we're not here for that. So it doesn't matter. Like, wait, wait. I mean, I was... I was here for the dialogue. Are you telling me that that I'm Daniel Craig 007? Sweet ass. Hold on though. For what I haven't watched any of the Daniel Craig 00, the James Bond movies, but from what you just told me, not bad. They ripped off Double, Double Team, Team, so they got to be fucking good. Well, so it's, it's it's actually an inverse. It's like a secret society of bad guys instead of a secret society of good guys. But I mean, technically, double teams—the good guys and the bad guys—are here to do be consultants for governments or whatever. I was here Can for we... the dialogue, though, guys. Come on, let's be real. The dialogue was incredible in this film. the The <laughs> character development was incredible. In what world do you have a main character enter into a room where a man's getting tattooed and continue just? instantly it needs this man as a friend in favor starts berating him insulting him like john claude van damme should have been like dude i need your guns but instead he's like you're a, you're a, a gay person because your hair is that must have hurt. And, and then yeah. and then the guy's like i think you're cute let's get guns and like that's their interaction the entire film is john claude van damme saying something that doesn't fit as an insult and is bizarre and dennis rodden being like i forgive you you're cute pinch your cheek let's go that was the entire interaction Interaction between those two characters the entire well, film. That was fun. <laughs> like, all right, I try that again, Dennis. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah, we're oh, gonna go with that one. Uh, God, okay, okay we'll, we, we'll try that joke again later, though. Can we? Like, <laughs> the fucking basketball jokes, dude. It's a goddamn so <laughs> basketball joke. They were fine up until he was like. Don't worry. This is my invention. It'll work when they oh, jump out the plane. And I was like, "Wait, <laughs> it what?" Was. And it, it was, was a fucking basketball. <laughs> you know, and I was like, uh, "Basketball!" Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I completely Why? forgot about it. Like Why? I completely wrote that out of my brain. I felt like that was like part of a fever dream I had. Like I watched this movie a bunch of times, would just like pass out. And, like, wake up and be like, ah, oh, fuck, now I gotta watch this fucking movie again. That, you know, it's only an hour and a half, and I would, like, miss <laughs> half of it. That reminds fuck me it. of a face-off, I think, for me. <coughs> what? Your face-off? Yeah. Yeah? You went glitchy for a second. Face-off. Face, face, like face came off. You, fa- you want to take my face-off? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this movie. Mo- I thought it was incredible. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Uh, God damn! Nobody's even talked about the tiger yet. Yeah. Oh, we were getting there, dude. <laughs> the main star of the movie. Well, that was like because. Oh yeah, I was gonna wait till we get to the end because like, well, a I, it's the I, same tiger as the beginning, right? Once you got That's... off the island, it felt so like wow. There's way more to this movie, really. Like that felt like the whole. Okay, I got to get off then, this island. Like that was yeah. that was the problem right there. Yep. And then we lead into a whole new set of things. And then that... know, it wasn't even like at first he wasn't even like I got to get off of this island though until he got the fucking message through the 
through the fucking whatever the terrorism fucking yep. that like seemed directly pointed at him. So I guess Mickey Rourke must know about this island. Right? He, oh? I think, well, it's mentioned. I think that he knows he of the know. colony. They, well, they said he might, right? Because he's worked for them in the past. But yep. I mean. Consistency in this film is not something that's like, oh, they said no. that. I mean, also, why did he respond the way he did when he found out he was on the colony and then someone had to explain what the colony was? Like, he, the TV tells him he's in this place and he's like, no, before he even really knows the punchline yep. of the colony and then smashes the yeah. TV and then later on someone explains it to him. It's like, how could you respond that way without really knowing well, that you're never leaving unless you did know? Does everyone know about this, the colony? <laughs> well, that's that's the scene that made me go like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Like, it was such like a, he knew and was like freaked out moment that I re I had to rewind to make sure I did not miss anything about the colony because I was like did I miss something because that is a his reaction seemed like that was a point made earlier for sure and it and wasn't it was it not wasn't. <laughs> but he responded like we should know and uh, yep. when we do know now the tiger um, this, in the beginning was because Crowder mentioned the, this tiger in the, in the beginning at the um, in the cage that scene was so confusing. Does the mother get shot or clawed by the tiger? What happens I there? I shot. Okay, but it's weird the way they cut it. Like, she's yeah, standing in front of the cage and the then cage. gets scared by it, turns around, and then the tiger swings, and then she gets shot, but does the tiger shoot her? Like, why did they show us the tiger swiping at her? Like, I just... <laughs> so, I feel terrible for this tiger. I feel like this tiger is the chillest tiger on the fucking planet. Because when you see it, like, interacting with, like, at the chase scene with the tiger, quote-unquote chase scene. Yeah. Where, like, the tiger's just like, all right, cool, I'm following my fucking handler. We're going to go get some treats or something. I'm like a pet. Let's play. And fucking, like, it's not even, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme goes to run away from him. And it obviously turns into, like, not Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, jumping right. up these fucking, yeah. <laughs> but, like... Early on, this fucking tiger gets shot at, and you see it like jump. Like there's a uh, in the in that fucking shootout scene that that tiger like jumps at something, and they make it seem like it was shot at, right? Fucking, it gets like thrown off a bridge, basically. Like has yeah. like a walkway like dropped out from underneath it. Yeah, uh, gets blown up. It gets blown oh, up. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme straight up kicks it. He kicks <laughs> yeah. it. You kick cat. a fucking tiger? He did. <laughs> what you gonna do about it? You gonna cancel him now? That tiger did nothing wrong, though. I am in agreement. Me and oh I no, that, that, that tiger was just upset. being a tiger, man. Like, they they, they, they brought that people. tiger into that. Well, they put him into that position. Like yeah, that I was mean, like. It jumped at the camera, and then they cut to a person falling down. Okay, so I mean, like. I, maybe it didn't. Kill oh, him. that was the sack shot when it killed the guy who had the gun that was shooting at him from the bridge. Also, can, why can none of these people shoot? Like, and not just no. Like, 
when when Rick, Mickey Rourke is, shoots that woman dead ass in her eye through the scope, he just turns. <laughs> how does he know she's there? Kills her, and then John Claude Van Damme jumps onto like a neon sign, like a fence, and is crawling across it to the left slowly. And yep. eight dudes are shooting at him with fully automatic weapons. No way! He and it either. cuts to him again. He's getting shot at by new people, and then all of a sudden he's running across glass. Like how did no one kill? There's so many times where Jean-Claude Van Damme was in a place where he should have been killed. Like when the tiger fell and he's hanging off the bridge, should have been shot there. How did that guy not shoot him? Like, it's, the the, the, the action sequences, like, Crowder's like a, a horror movie buff. I love action films. The way that he gets out of things and doesn't die doesn't make any sense. Like, you can forgive. Back to the superpowers. Infinite machine gun. Yeah, like, well, that's I can the forgive whole point. That's, they slow shit down. But I'm still saying though, like, you, so like you can still put them in places where it's like a cool set piece. You know, they call they, they call these set pieces, and they're neat to watch. But like the way the designer of this was just like, I don't know, have him hanging off a bridge, so like he ha- cannot go anywhere, and have someone shoot at him, and uh, he'll get out of it. Like how? This is a person with a gun <laughs> shooting at a non-moving target, hanging off of something. You don't miss that shot. I don't miss that shot. And I don't shoot guns. Like no one misses that shot. You know, well, according, oh, they, they according don't miss that shot you. five times in a row. A whole well, twelve. If it was the one bullet clip. If it's the one chick, dude, she could shoot the dick off a fucking hummingbird. Apparently. Oh yeah, that line was great. <laughs> yeah, with this I could shoot the dick off a hummingbird. I was yeah. Like, wow. Okay. You're so badass. I think they have cloacas, my friend. Right in the cloaca. (laughs) The Swiss Army Army knife of holes, my friend. Shoot off their little beaks, you know, the ones that go into the little... And get the... Nope. The sap. Aim it for the bird pussy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Straight in the bird pussy. How did they get Mickey Rourke for this? That is what I I want to know. Well, he was super young. Like, he's like... Was he? He looked well, like he was ninety five. I mean, no, he he's not super young. Old. He just he just hadn't gotten his face rearranged to well, shit. Yeah, I should oh, say like super young. Or something. Oh, yeah, oh dude, no, he... Mickey Rourke. Yeah, go ahead, Barry. <laughs> no, that guy. <laughs> uh, bo- boxing, right? Mickey Rourke was trying to be like a like a fucking professional boxer or some shit like that, and his uh. Like I don't think he was bad at it, but he got his fucking face punched in. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he, he like, still has this. He still has a very unique face. He still has a very Willem Dafoe like face. <laughs> like well, a, he's a handsome man, but uh, you know, more refined uh, now with the plastic surgery. Dude, this movie is. I don't know what the fuck to make of this goddamn movie, dude. It's like my at all, like. It's all over the place. Like, Dennis Rodman's character is just batshit bananas. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he just, like, it doesn't have any emotion to hardly any delivery other than, like, it just, every time he talks, it seems like he's about to say, Can you believe I'm on a movie set? Yeah, that's, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's the feeling I got. Every line was just like, he had this like giddy, like this little boy giddy about like every delivery. <laughs> it was fucking uh, hilarious because it's uh, I, I the at the very the very end at the very end when he because this movie ends in a bizarre way too, and they just blow up a the, fucking coliseum they, or something. They blow up. 
The, it's not the Colosseum. But the tiger, was it because of the landmine? Yeah. yeah. The landmines blow up the, the land other landmines, I guess. Yeah. I'm just assuming that. was that. the idea. And then all of a sudden, the main guy from the island is there, and he's about to fucking, like, kill well, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Because he's his guardian. Because he's his guardian. After the other one gets killed. After the other guardian gets killed. He gets replaced. Uh, That's why he puts his hand over the watch or something. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, he's then, his guardian. Because right, every, gotcha. everybody on the everybody in the colony has, like has a, a guardian, and then right. you don't know who it is. Right, right, right. Then, but he becomes it though, Perry, because at one point the guy that was his hand, his guardian, was the the bad guy that he killed because he tries to kill him underwater, but then he gets blown up by the lasers. Yeah, right, right, right. So oh yeah, right. new guardian, and it becomes. Yeah, I that forgot guy. about that. That's like the main. Was dude. he his hand guardian though? Why else would he have be an underwater with like water? I mean, because he I'm doesn't assuming, like him. So he, he just like him. following around. I, I thought just, I thought he just didn't like him, and he a, was aware of the plan <laughs> and wanted to just kill him. Do you remember that? But do you remember that? Do you remember the scene? There's a, there's a scene that makes me believe it, that I'm correct, and it's the one where all of a sudden somebody's like, "Who's his handler?" And then right. my guy's watch turns on out of nowhere for no reason. Like all of a sudden it loads up and has like a timer on it, and he puts his hand over it, and then he's chasing after him. So I assumed like. Now he's the handler because the other guy died. But that's, I mean, no one tells us. So you so, could be right. But that's what that right, was the I way he made. I thought that implied that he was the handler the whole time because of the mm. way he was with him re- before. Like the way he was there with him throughout the whole beginning made it really is a, another implication that. But he isn't was he the main guy though on the on the colony too? Like he's the voice on the TV and he's the one that's asking everyone their opinions. Like he just seems like he's the boss. Yeah. It's not well explained, so even no, not at all. I, I just so so. It seems like that guy's gonna kill Jean Claude Van Damme as they walk <laughs> out of this fucking tiger explosion coliseum area, and then he wants a piece of his hair and his jacket, and that also kind of seems like you know I'm gonna kill you or I'm gonna let you go. But then Dennis Rodman throws the coin and it blows this up a smoke bomb. Coin. Yeah, and you get to see him. Uh, you just see Jean Claude Van Damme drive off in a car. Like it's, you still could have stopped him. You still could have done everything that you were gonna do. Yeah, you didn't. Instead, you change mood entirely, and you're just joking around with this guy that let your fucking dude escape. Fuck! It seems like he's about to get a ride from him. Even he but doesn't like, want to kill him. That's the whole point. The toodaloo. Yeah, the, the toodaloo, toodaloo is what I was getting to. Oh, toodaloo. <laughs> Dennis Rod, what is he... Like, there's some awkward movements and and facial gestures and, like, uncomfortableness of Dennis Rodman waving at this man and, like, questioning the toodaloo and trying to do the finger... <laughs> but, like... I feel, I don't know, I feel like maybe he didn't know that was going to be in the movie, even. And they just kept it? Yeah, because it was just awkward. And then they they just They just leave him there at the Coliseum, and that's the end of the movie, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's like, where did the baby go? Blame me for this. Oh, the baby's with John Claude Van Damme in the car, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, uh, because his guardian handed it to him. They sh- and then right, oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So as right. he had it, that's when he was like, "I think he was going to let him go regardless." Yeah. But then that's where uh, 
Yaz was like, here's my fucking coin, and like flipped that and was like, Poosh. There was no reason to make any sense. It's like, it's like those videos of the kids, like, the, the hold the blanket and then, like, try to run away as it drops, and you can, like, totally see them, <laughs> like, running and, away. And it's, all, it's also like Dennis Rodman was like, look, my character has a lucky coin, and he's gonna fucking use it by the end of this movie. <laughs> Swear to God. It's so weird. <laughs> there will be a tiger in this movie, and I will have a lucky coin, or I will not fucking do it. What? Oh, 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 hold on a second. One last thing we have to talk about. Motorcycle, dirt bike. Do you remember the monks with the internet? See you on the internet, brothers. I'll wait for your email. (laughs) They call them cyber monks, man. (laughs) The cyber monks, dude. What was that about? What the hell? And like one of them was like looking at hentai. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. And then and then they and then and then the all... colony helped him out while he was with the cyber monks and their setup was not like it was set up like something out of like Johnny Mnemonic or something like what was going on with all the wires and cables just like what by, is this sci-fi by, shit That's 97 you can have a legit setup like if you have that kind of <laughs> material with whatever computer Dude, chip that, that uh this Yaz movie gave was them Batshit bananas I I just I don't know A where plus. like like the A fact plus. this whole like i'm <laughs> it was so bad i am just good. i didn't realize how much focus <laughs> is on jean-claude van damme's legs right like there is so much focus on this guy's legs like that is what he like 90 of his workout was his legs like and i was just <laughs> so He's weird He's got to stretch his legs, you know, so that you can show us that, them cakes. So you can fuck a tub. You don't want to. You don't want to pull oh, a muscle he, when you're fucking a tub. Uh, he fucked that tub, tub royally, dude. Why? Why was the fucking wife so awkward? Why was everything about the wife so fucking awkward? Because she wasn't like, a character. I mean, yeah. but yeah, this does pass the Bechdel test. Well. She talks to the other woman on the staircase in the like mu- in the museum about her art. Like they don't talk about a male character. They're just t- I mean they eventually mention the husband at the end of the conversation, yep. but in the beginning of the conversation they're not talking about the husband. They're talking about her work and her life and her well-being. So double team passes the Bechdel test, which is crazy because like <laughs> Most things don't, and it's 1997, and Dennis Rodman is one of the two main characters. You would not think that that shit would pass that test, which is funny. It's funny that it does, because it shouldn't. Like, that scene is the only scene where women talk, but... Yeah, the rest of the time, she's literally, like, in hysterics or, like, nonsensical. But then she, like, stabs a fool with a scalpel. Yeah, right. Right, like, she goes back and forth from this, like, you don't know what this character is or what she's feeling or going through. She's just there. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, you stab that guy. Like, whoa, oh, oh, you do see what's going on. And then immediately knocked unconscious and back to being, like, the next time you see her, she's literally going, what's going on? Yeah, after she stabbed, that scene after she stabs the guy or whatever and, uh... Oh, uh, what? Like, they all meet up, and he's like, Oh, where did they go? And, like, the nurse is like, Oh, I know where they went. And he's like, She's like, Like, the way she said, Uh, 
I know where they went. Which is just so ridiculous. <laughs> when she like, delivered the I... line about the statue, too, my husband loves that statue. He thinks it's a cow. Like, that... That's that sentence didn't make any sense. Like I know that it's supposed to connect back to something that should have meant something, but in context it didn't make that connection for me and I'm like, why did they put that in and decide that was a good line to leave in? And then that's the end of the scene. She says that to Mickey Rourke and then that the scene's over and then John Claude Van Damme is like, I don't know, lifting weight rocks and punching them while he's watching a cigarette burn underwater Buckets. or whatever. Like Oh, the writing is that's exquisite. Weird. It's oh. Back so back to well, Perry's Perry's uh, what what were what were you just saying about what the oh I know where they went. It's not just that that's that like there's that awkward she delivers this I know I don't know like why the fuck didn't you speak up Miss yeah, hiding but, underneath the bed so fucking weird. it then just immediately cuts to Jean Claude Van Damme wherever they are question mark nobody tells us. We don't fucking know. He's just there, and there's landmines and tigers and Mickey Rourke. Oh my! Like, oh, oh. and they had time to like he just teleports. Place the landmines and like place them with crosses, apparently, right? And like, like this whole weird setup, and and then he's just there. And why did? I don't know. Dennis Rodman gets a fucking uh, dirt bike in there somehow, too. The dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time Dennis Rodman's supposed to go somewhere else and be somewhere else, he shows up anyway. Like, after the basketball, like, he leaves him in the field for some reason as he goes to his house. And then Dennis Rodman shows up at the car. The fucking he... basketball. Can we get back to the goddamn basketball? That thing is just... Utterly basketball insane, parachute, dude. Like, why not? Just why not just use a, a fucking parachute? It's even packed in the same manner. Like it was on his back, and he was like, "Trust me, it's mine. I know what I'm doing." Oh, that was so annoying. <laughs> just, he needs the bank account codes or whatever. I could, I could Every- tolerate the goddamn like. Oh, I should have called that a four pointer or a five pointer. Oh. I could tolerate. Those basketball jokes. That one was just. I, I still, I like, I honestly, I'm glad you brought it up because no matter how many times I watched that movie, I was so uncertain. Cause it's, it's, it's not very quick, but it's kind of quick when it happens. Quick. You know, I like, it's, yeah. I like every time I'd be like, what was, did I just see like a basketball? That, they, that <laughs> can't what be what I saw. With. That was like a parachute. And it's then I just like would block it plane. out. It's it makes no it makes so little sense to me that my brain will not accept that that happens in that movie. But even still, well, though, the, the, they start on the plane, and Dennis Rodman says it's my prototype, and so you think John Claude Van Damme's gonna jump, and Dennis is too. But then John Claude Van Damme shoves him, and then for some reason they have to get together mid air, mm-hmm. like there's some sort of stake where not they don't both have basketballs, only one of them did, and then they get in the basketball together, and it just shows the basketball, and then all of a sudden they're just on the ground. It doesn't resolve how that would have ever worked. It just goes here they are, super high in the air basketball and then they're on the ground i was like oh wait, yeah wait. <laughs> yeah wait, wait. yeah that's that's what i mean like yeah. what happened i don't know 
Uh, and they're like stepping out of it, and he's all like angry and like kicking it, and it's like, yeah, I feel like so there's angry? probably like, I feel like there were scenes maybe cut or something. Absolutely. Like, like there had, had to be scenes cut because there's just such reactions in that scene that don't make sense for what was there, and like because <laughs> that yeah because he like gets out of it angrily and, and like it's like kicking at it like getting his foot out and like just being like ah fucking he's like. Gives him that look, like, you know, that, like, fuck you look, I'm walking away. And this, <laughs> like, what happened? I don't really understand. You're the one that pushed him out of the plane. This movie was written by an eighth grader who wanted to write the best Dennis Rodman fanfic. They were like, yo, dude, I love Dennis Rodman. What would it be like if he was a secret nah, agent there'd guns be more karma, dealer? There'd be more Carmen Electra if it was, like, a fanfic, dude. Well, but I mean, it's, it's an eighth. Well, I guess an eighth grader might be. Yeah, yeah. he might be right. But still, like I'm telling you, this 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 is like I, I I can't see this as anything other than like the most absurd. But it was a it was a plus. I give it a plus. Not worse than three eleven. It said not worse than three eleven. Huh? No way, dude. Poor three eleven. Oh, happy belated three eleven day. By the way. <laughs> Oh wow, that was yesterday. That's, that was yesterday. It was yeah. yes. I, I put on I put on a three eleven like radio station. I don't know what it was like YouTube shit streaming shit, uh, and it played the same like four three three eleven songs. Like I heard "Beautiful Disaster" three nice. times in a two hour span. You like no? And you were like, it's in my this has to stop, and then it'd be like, well, what if I played Red Hot Chili Peppers instead? And it's like, no. And it's like, fine, third eye blind it is. And I was like, somebody please stop this. I, I did this to myself. And then you have to it step hurt. out from that ledge. Can you graduate? Yeah, graduate. <laughs> I was calling it uh, Matchbox 20 for like five minutes, and then I was like, wait a second, this definitely isn't Matchbox 20, duh. Duh. I'm trying to figure out who wrote this fucking screenplay. Dude. A genius. Oh, a genius? You say? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You you might be right. Uh, apparently, the same guy that wrote uh, Arachnophobia and Life Force. Both pretty good movies. Pretty good. How about Arachnophobia's that? Arachnophobia's uh, got um, what's his face? God. That- Oh my god, why can't I think of his name? John Goodman? Yeah, John Goodman, he's great. Yeah. John Goodman's yeah, great. sure does. Love John This guy Goodman. also wrote Death Wish 3. Death Wish 3, <laughs> nice. 3, yeah, 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 cool. not 1 or 2. Okay. Cool. Uh, and the three. other writer, I don't notice that I'm not even saying their names because I don't care. Uh, yeah, no, he didn't do much. He wrote Streets of Fire. Oh no, he's an actor. What? Oh, what the fuck? Where's his writer credits? Was he writer? That's what I want to say. I feel like th- this is the kind of movie that like can't get made anymore because like it's like it's it required w- like it had a big name star like Jean Claude Van Damme was still relatively big in the mid nineties, but like it was yep. also like something like a studio could take a risk on him and somebody's gonna watch it because it's like the internet wasn't as popular, but like now you couldn't you could not make this movie it's so ridiculous and absurd and like well, a studio would like yeah. probably have like a whole, a whole like 
group of people that were like watching and like, nah, it's not good enough. And they just can it, you know? But like, I'm so glad this movie was made. I'm not lying. I think this movie's well, fucking tight. <laughs> okay, so real quick, the other writer, because there's two writers on this movie, um, also wrote the screenplay for The Quest starring Jean-Claude Van Damme from 1996. So the previous year, Jean-Claude was like working with that guy. You know what I mean? And he was he like, probably, let's do uh, this again. Probably, probably really liked his work. So I think part of what happened here is there was a lot of uh, foreign assets. That there, there was some money going between countries because it's a, <clears throat> a, a Chinese director, producer with uh, the, the actor. One of the, the, the wife is French. Fucking Jean Claude's fucking what? What is Belgium? He? From Belgium, yeah, Belgian, I think. Fucking ah, uh, oh, fuck. There's obviously Mickey Rourke and and fucking ass face. What's his hair color? Dennis McRod. <laughs> yeah, Dennis the McRod man. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> but like, I I feel like that this is one of those movies that was like, and it was filmed. In like Italy and fucking, oh, where the Ant, where the fuck where were there was another place Antwerp, yeah I think so. But, but was it filmed there? I don't. Uh, I was reading about it. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, okay. It was, it, but it was filmed in like several different countries, and it feels like one of those things where it's like maybe like partially funded by a Chinese studio and partially funded by a Italian studio and. You know, in the end of it, I didn't look at the credits. There's probably a fuck ton of backers. They're like, yeah, we could get you to film this cheap. We can get Jean-Claude out. Just uh, tell him I got to fuck. You know what it was? They probably just had bricks of cocaine. I mean, just piles. Just mounds of it behind behind the set. Yeah. I mean, just think about it. You got Dennis Rodman. Mickey Rourke and fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme hanging out in the 90s with a fucking tiger in fucking Europe. There's piles of cocaine (laughs) right offset. That scene when Rodman has like a paper, his sonogram or whatever, uh, and he's holding it up and the... Van Damme has to jump is fucking funny. Like, cause they do a really good job in like not making it super obvious how much taller Rodman is compared to Van Damme. Like, the way the cameras are angled, they, like, they don't make a height, like, a, a, a matter, right? There's no like, holy shit, he's, he's that much taller. But right. that I mean, you one catch it, scene. Like- that one yeah, a... scene, you can see, like, that, like, he has to fucking jump. <laughs> yeah, because he's wee. <laughs> Dennis Rodman's very tall. Well, the scene when he's on the fucking dirt bike made me laugh, because he just looks like yeah, this yeah, big, he's... lanky kid on a fucking bike. <laughs> like a little fucking BMX or something. It made me laugh so well, hard. And when they steal that tiny car... Oh yeah, and he's, and he's like, just in it perfectly fine, and fucking Dennis Rodman's literally sticking his head out. Oh man, and you could catch it when they're walking too. It's yes. like Dennis Rodman has a whole head on top of him, you know? Yeah. Uh, fuck. All right. Uh, well, I say, man, yeah. I don't know. I uh, I, <laughs> I kind of, 
I probably enjoyed this more than 311, but I I don't know if it's worse than I it's I'm it's pretty bad. I don't know, man. It's, I I laughed so hard audibly numerous times, mainly on the cuts, like just these weird edits that were like <laughs> maybe just like I I don't know. I laughed audibly numerous times. This I this don't is know. Th- this one, this is three eleven for me. This is to a T. This is the movie equivalent of three eleven. Three eleven should be in this movie. Oh that my god, that'd be great. hilarious, dude! <laughs> uh, instead if, of all the like bad nineties techno shit, it's, if, <laughs> if uh, Van Damme was walking through a three eleven concert like Ace Ventura does, the Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> oh god, I'm dying. I'm like laughing and this vape pen hurts. Cool. It's cool. This is great podcast that we do where I just cough through half of it, get sick, get drunk, talk shit. Yep. Dennis Rodman. How about those shades? What are we doing next week? Deftones. Deftones. Yeah, that's right. Sounds like I'm going to Vegas too. Are you going to see Deftones? Yeah, sounds like it. Are you? It sounds like it. Dude, you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go. Yeah. Grab some pictures. Dude, when right you're ripe, you. you'll bleed out of control, dude. Okay, so. <laughs> what? When you're ripe, you'll lyrics? bleed out of control, okay, so. What? Are those are those lyrics? Yeah. The only lyrics I yeah, know I'm are sure. uh, my own summer. <laughs> shove it, shove yeah, is that, it, is that, shove it. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Is that the one that, that I want to change in you? No, uh, that's, no, that's the that. other one. Oh. That's the only other I one. Can't, that... I can't the tell you. The you never. Apart. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, God. Fucking hate this. All right. Well. I guess that's that. Until next time. <coughs> Go check out our website. Maybe we'll do an update on it. No, we won't. But we might. I got an idea. We'll start. Wor- I got an idea. We'll start working on it. Ever, you guys don't look at me like you, I'm a liar, even though I probably am. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, a tutu. That's it. A tutu. Fuck this. <laughs> Ted Cruz is a piece of shit. <laughs>